Well, we've had Halloween over here. Yesterday's date, November the 1st, was All Saints Day. Today over here still is the 2nd of November, but it's the 1st of November still in Mexico as we cross back live to that remarkable part of the world to catch up with a friend of the show, friend of the station, and I hope friend of mine, John Bonfilio, Central American correspondent, because today in Mexico, and I think maybe yesterday as well, was the Day of the Dead. Good morning, John, and how are you? So do I say Happy Day of the Dead, or is that not appropriate? No, I guess you do. I mean, it's only a point of celebration over here. Uh, Paul, so I guess, yeah, happy day of the dead to you too. Now, I first became aware of it years ago. I read a brilliant novel by a guy called Malcolm Lowry called Under the Volcano that was filmed in the 80s by John Huston. And then, of course, rel relatively recently, the Day of the Dead celebrations or a parade was at the start of a James Bond film with Daniel Craig. But how far back does this tradition actually go, John? Well, it's a bit of pre-Hispanic tradition, so it's go it goes back. Uh, literally thousands of years and, and evolved separately. I mean, in particular, you know, the Aztec world in the center of Mexico had a particular uh, development of it, but then the Mayan world as well had a parallel uh, celebration called Hanal Bishan, which uh, literally means, translates from the Mayan as food for the souls. And now it's all gradually morphed over time, evolved its time over time into what we now recognize as the Day of the Dead celebrations um here, here in Mexico, and, and where I'm speaking to you from now is actually a small town uh, called Bomuch in, in southeast Mexico. And here there's a particular variation on that theme, which doesn't occur elsewhere, where actually here in the, in the build-up to Day of the Dead, the families wash the bones of their dead. The, the dead aren't in coffins. They are, the bones are recovered and put in small little boxes in a, in a blanket and then uh, stored in the cemetery throughout the year. And then they're they're uh, very tenderly washed in the build-up to, to Day of the Dead. And then, and then tonight, it's been a very public event, but tonight all around me, uh, everything's quiet. The families are all sitting together on their porches. Uh, Multi-generations sat out on their verandas next to an altar. And tonight is, is a very private night uh, where these families now will stay up all night together and sit with their dead and uh, expect them to, to come and arrive and feast with them. And it's the one day of the year where, where it's perceived to be, where it's believed that the line between the living and the dead is blurred and that they, they, they can be crossover between the two spaces. And, and how far back would these ancestors go that are venerated? How old might these bones be, John? Um, three, four generations uh, easily. There's obviously that kind of strange middle period when you're recovering bones where, uh, you know, you don't quite know whether, you know, when you open a coffin where you're going to be finding bones or, or some other things. But certainly, you know, at this time, I mean, any time of year in some of these uh, uh, cemeteries in, in southeast Mexico, you're going to see a lot of uh, human bones on display. But certainly today, around me in the, in the graveyard here in, in, in Bomuch, they are very, very visible. And for sure, to, you know, to, to folk uh, from the Anglo-Saxon world like, like you and me, Paul, it's very shocking to be surrounded by literally human remains. You know, it's not something that you... You see, it's very much something that we hide away from. But, but here, around me at the moment, every family have the remains of their, of their dead out in amongst them, you know, in the living rooms and the porches um, tonight. It, it, it's an incredible uh, visual spectacle, really. I mean, the curious thing, I suppose, is whether it's been absorbed by or changed by the arrival of Catholicism into the Americas, certainly into Mexico, 
in what the 15th, 16th centuries and onwards, because of course in, you know, in the Catholic faith there is a great deal of veneration of relics and veneration of saints' bones. I wonder whether those two things have kind of come together, have elided, John? They, they very much have, and actually Day of the Dead before Catholicism was actually celebrated in early summer by the Aztecs. So uh, the, um, the Catholic faith then moved it to, uh, you know, to All Souls and, and, and All Saints right. at, at, at this time of year, but actually in, in the celebration of these days, because the Day of the Dead isn't actually a day. You've got a number of days leading, leading up to it. So the day before Day of the Dead is actually the day, the night where uh, children that died are celebrated. A couple of days before that, it's individuals that have died who have no families, who have lost, who, who, were, who were forgotten, and, uh, and so on. Uh, and, and there's actually a, one particular day for those who have not been baptised. So for sure, you know, which is absolutely a Catholic, you know, representation of, of these things. So for sure, you've got this this interesting uh, hybridity, which you see now in, in what is modern day um, Day of the Dead celebrations here, which fuses everything that's that's gone before. Even you know the famous skull lady, the elegant skull lady that we all recognise now as being emblematic of, the, of Day of the Dead, is actually only a uh, hundred years old. Where um, an artist in the early 20th century did a particular kind of lithograph based around this right. this figure that he imagined, and it became it became th- thereafter synonymous with David. So really, it's not it's not something which emerges from a particular place. It's a whole history over time, which leads us to to where we are now. I mean, you mentioned earlier on that it was kind of predating the um, the arrival of Europeans into the Americas, and of course there is that sense in which it's a very different culture rooted back in a different kind of past, but also we get a lot of debate in Western society and civilization about our attitude to death being comparatively unhealthy because it is often something that is hidden away. It's been described in, in the West as the last taboo. That is certainly not the case when it comes to the Day of the Dead. And I wonder whether it's actually regarded, is it regarded as a, a celebration? Is it a public holiday over there, for example, John? It is. Uh, you're absolutely right. It is, it is a public holiday. Um, all, the, all the markets are uh, were open until midnight last night to make sure that families could stock up. And then this afternoon, there is not a, you know, beyond the families sat out, um, in, uh, say, on their porches and so on, there is not a soul on the street, there is not a shop open, and tomorrow everybody's going to be exhausted because they're up on, all night. And it is, it is a, a public holiday. Um, it's, it's very much something which is taken you know, hugely seriously by almost everybody um, in, in Mexico, little doubt. And is it pretty much across, I mean, you mentioned the Mayans and the Aztecs, two vast but very different empires. Is it across Latin America or is it more specifically, say, Mexican? It, I think it's very Mexican. These days it reaches up into the, you know, the vast Latino community of, of the U.S. And because the Mayan world uh, also stretches down into uh, the northern tip of, of Central America, so your sort of uh, Guatemala to some extent, uh, Honduras, El Salvador, you get a little bit, bit of it there as well. But it, it's, it's certainly not, um, you know, it doesn't spread right across Latin America. It is uh, uniquely related to the Aztec and the Mayan um, histories and, and people. But, it, but as you say, it's, it's interesting that, that those two cultures have it. But our perception of these cultures is that there was no contact between them when, you know, when they were in their pomp. But just like anywhere else on Earth, of course there are people that move between these uh, you know these very famous civilizations. So yeah. of course there was going to be there's going to be crossover in terms of you know in terms of trade, in terms of histories, in terms of remembrance and and, and so on. Now uh, they were definitely not isolated empires by any stretch of the imagination. Fascinating stuff as ever, John. Let me ask you a 
more up-to-date question, bang up-to-date. In fact, you've kind of mentioned trade there. We've, we've had in this country um, a lot of discussion over the past couple of days about the lifting of the, the notion of red lists of banned countries to visit. How has that played out in Mexico? How has that been greeted in Latin America? Um, well, I mean, in Mexico, over the course of the last few weeks, not so bad because Mexico came off the red list before, sure. you know, before the end of the red list. But actually, the, um, before this last review, the last six countries that were, remained on the on the red list as declared by Grand Chats were all in Latin America. So, broadly speaking, Latin America was up in arms a little bit that you know there was nowhere else on Earth that was on a red list, bar some countries in uh, in Latin America. John, always an absolute pleasure, matey. Thank you very much indeed. I would say enjoy the rest of the day, but, you know, I'm not quite sure again if that's appropriate. It sounds like it is, though. Do people actually feast? Do they picnic at the at the cemeteries, or is, it, is that a, a private family thing? Uh, but by this point, it's, it's a private family thing, but, but you're right. It's actually very specific, especially here in the southeast. It's very specific uh, cooking that takes place, a lot of which is actually underground. So, you know, you have these different levels uh, between the spirits and the earth and so on. So there's uh, the traditional cooking of what's called a bib here, a B-I-B, uh, which is a, a traditional kind of pie which is cooked in a hole in the ground in, in banana leaves, and that's what everybody is going to be having tonight. John, always an absolute pleasure, matey. We'll talk again soon. I have John Bonfilio there live from Mexico, talking to me, Paul Ross, and you guys on the Day of the Dead. But we're live till five.